This is the Horse Radio Network. This is episode 683 of Horse Tip Daily. A different horse tip, a different equine topic, a different equestrian expert every day. Horse Tip Daily brings the world of equine knowledge to you one day at a time. Today's tip is brought to you by EquestrianCollections.com. Hi, Coach Jen here, and thanks for tuning in to Horse Tip Daily. Today's tip is from Shauna Koresh. Shauna may be known by many of us as the clicker training lady, but she is really the take it out of the textbook and put it in the barn lady. Shauna uses scientifically proven training and teaching methods, removes the science weenie language, and gives us horse folks amazing tools with which to improve our horse's behavior and performance. Her reward reinforcement training system dramatically accelerates the training process for any breeder discipline by unlocking the horse's natural desire to perform. What results is an incredible bond between human and horse, a partnership based on success. Today's tip from Shauna is all about dealing with the energetic and often overenthusiastic young pupil. But first, a word from our sponsor. Hi, Glenn, back with you from the Horse Radio Network. I'm here with Debbie with the Equestrian Collections Product of the Week. You know, I want to ask all of our listeners, doesn't it just make you crazy when your spray bottle just doesn't work? It either leaks or it breaks and you're squishing that thing and nothing comes out and you can't get underneath your horse. Well, I have the perfect product. It's the Kelly Just Anyway Spray Bottle Nozzle. For less than $2 and a half, we send you this spray bottle nozzle. You can put it in any spray bottle, you know, of the normal size that you use for your, for your fly spray and stuff. And you can go underneath the horse. It works upside down. It works and it doesn't leak? It doesn't leak. And, oh, you know, it doesn't break. It, these things, I am always throwing them out and getting new ones in. And these are really, really good. We completely, you, we use them here, and we just think they're great. Um, the, the, it's a nine-inch little hose there, but you can cut that off if you need, if you have a shorter bottle. So, you know, you can. it works in several other types of bottles. And for $2 and a half, it would make the perfect little gift for somebody at your barn that's having a birthday or, you know, for a stocking stuffer as the holidays approach. It's just, and they're in stock, too. So get them while they're hot. Well, I, and it doesn't leak, right? <laughs> because that's the worst thing. You're in there spraying, you turn the bottle over to get the bottom of the horse, and it leaks all over your hands. And then you got to wash your hands. you got fly spray all over you. It, it's, it's just, you know, it's one of those things we all have to deal with as horse people that, that I didn't know there was a solution for. So now there's a solution for less than two and a half bucks. You might as well buy ten of them and replace all your bottles. Well, that's exactly right. And you can go on our website, www.equestriancollections.com, and just search for Just Anyway Spray Bottle, and it'll come right up for you. Terrific. EquestrianCollections.com. Thanks, Glenn. And now, on with the tip. And I have with me here Shauna Koresh on Target Training and continuing on our Young Horses and... On target training, we're going to be dealing with the energy. Always an issue with young horses. Help. <laughs> Help, indeed. The, and you know it's funny because one of the, the things I, I, I try to impress upon people, one of the first things you really want to teach your horse is calm, relaxed. Because when you have calm, relaxed, they're still paying attention. And so you can then 
they can be calm enough to focus and do things. So that's what we want to see right away because that get, it's a nice slate for everything. Even energy behaviors need to come from a calm, relaxed energy as opposed to a frantic, you know, worried kind of thing. And so, but with babies, it's, it's really hard to do. So people go out and, and think it's just like my big horse that I'm going to look for the baby to stand still for one second and two seconds and three seconds and, and building up that time. Well, babies go one second, two seconds, three seconds, explode. <laughs> you know, they just they can't keep it together anymore. So, so one of the best things you can do is, and you know, kind of where I learned this is where I started this is I worked with Commerce and Dolphins at SeaWorld. They had they've been worked by SeaWorld trainers for three years before I got there, and they had a attention span of thirty seconds. And you're like, wow. oh no, we must do something different here. We can't. How can you do a show if you can't even keep them with you? So it. Um, so I went and kind of looked at what you do with kind of some of the things they might use with some attention deficit children or learning issue children. And one of the things was to to instigate the play yourself. So with a baby, I, one of the things I like to teach them to do is teach them some energy behaviors. So I teach them something like go touch the target further and further away so that they can go, you can just put a target on the fence or, you know, someplace in the arena or wherever it is. And you can teach them to go touch the target. It gives them a chance to trot over and touch the target and trot back. And then you can say, okay, now we're going to focus on quiet again. So you give them an outlet for their energy, but you're putting it under your stimulus control. And so they can play on their way back and forth, and they will if they have that energy in them. And yet then you can get back to to calm. So you give them a little outlet, and you also say, I'm going to give you something that I know you need and you want. And another great tool for that is teaching them to retrieve something. So you can teach them, you can throw a ball and have them, you can teach them to go kick it. You can teach them to, if it's a smaller thing, go pick it up and bring it back to you. But you give them a behavior where you go, okay, good, now go play and do this, and now let's come back and work on being still again. And that gives you a way that you can actually build up the time in between. And as they get older and their concentration gets better, and this will happen, I mean, you're, you're also teaching concentration, so what you're going to start seeing is they start focusing more on you because you have all the fun at your fingertips. And then it also, uh, as well as the reinforcement, but sometimes the energy is more, you know, more wanting to have more energy than the reinforcement. Mm-hmm. So it helps you to, to build that up and they start paying attention to you because you're going to initiate it and they still will be able to get reinforced. And then you just build up that time in between and it gets longer and longer and longer, and pretty soon you, you have you don't need to do the the bouncing around so much for them. So it's a it's an excellent way to get that energy, but trying to get too much at once is is just setting you and your your little young horse up for failure. So it's better to set them up for success by giving them an outlet. And, so and another the other thing it does in there that um, helps too is it give them time to be with babies. So they start learning, okay, my playtime happens over here with horses, with people, this is not playtime, this is not, you know, I need to be, or with the humans, I need to kind of be quiet, I get to go play with my stuff in between, but then they learn that to to not be so rambunctious. Does that Mm -hmm. make sense? Yes, it does. So, of of course, every time you tell me some of these cool things, I get get questions. Mm -hmm, Good. Give me an example. Let's say we're going to have a weanling. He's seven and a half months old. Okay. And he's got the basics. He knows how to touch a target. 
Um, and he's really got that down pat, but he's kind of silly, so we want to teach him some things that he can do in our great big riding arena to blow off a little steam so that he doesn't get antsy and he wants to pay attention more. Mm-hmm. What would be a poor choice of behaviors to teach that youngster to blow off steam? What would be um, one that you wouldn't pick? Well, I wouldn't pick anything that involves you. You know, I want that, that energy to be displaced away from me. So I don't want them to ever think that I am the plaything. And, and I will tell you something. I had little George, who was six months old when I started. And what we did with the animals at SeaWorld, we could run and play. But they're in the water mostly, you know, and their playing was not the same as a horse's playing. So little George was doing good, and I went running through the arena thinking, let's go run and play. Well, all of a sudden, I saw hooves everywhere. I mean, they weren't directed at me, but I realized this is not this is not safe. I don't want him to ever think that I Chasing am his a human play is good. Toy. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like, and I realized, no, 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 you can't be thinking I am. Playing does not be associated with me in that way. I may throw a ball. You may get to do playing that I initiate. But it needs to be, that energy needs to be directed towards something else besides me. I'm glad to hear you say that because such a common thing that folks do with baby horses, baby donkeys, baby zebras, is they want to play tag with them because it's so freaking cute. Uh Uh-huh. And it's it's a bad idea. It's, It's a horrible idea. Yeah. Okay. So I mean, it's just, because imagine, again, okay, now he's, you know, seven years old and he weighs 1200 pounds and you're going to be playing i mean you know you just don't want it's it's just not cute and it's not teaching them shaping them to be good and mannerly and quiet around you yeah it's a bad idea just really really bad really bad (laughs) idea so we can we've got our youngster who's a little over exuberant so teaching him to find the target so the target is at a distance therefore he has to get there Mm -hmm. so when he comes back to you Mm-hmm. So let's say his target is a orange cone, and the orange cone is at the opposite end of the arena, and you've given him the signal to go to his cone. Mm-hmm. Now, when you have him come back to you, and he's liable to be an overly exuberant youngster coming back to you, how do you avoid screaming <laughs> down to the arena to you? Give me, a, give me some help there, because I can see that happening to me. <laughs> What I tend to do, and this is the same thing for free jumping, because sometimes when you're teaching horses to learn free jumping, all of a sudden they're running at you with a lot of energy, and you're like, whoa. And and so I teach them at first to come to a target. So I can hold the target like a handheld target. So we're working with kind of a stationary target or a remote target. So that's over there. And then when they come back, I have a handheld target in my hand. So that I can reach it out, so it's an extension of my hand, and it can be a few feet, my arm is a few feet longer, so that they're targeting to that spot over there. So if they overrun it, if they're too exuberant, they're shooting for something else besides you. So if they run through that, that's one thing. And I then what I look for is when they settle is when I click. So I click them over there for their good thing, and they go, and they're running and playing back, which I like. I think that's good. That's your time. You can do that. And there might be a behavior where I say, no, no, I don't want you to do that. But in this one, I'm saying, that's all yours. You have a little run in there. And so when they come back over, and let's say they're over-exuberant, they come back and they just they kind of ran through the target, and they're, you know, as soon as they settle to touch the target is when I click and reinforce. 
for the return. So uh-huh. they start learning the sooner I settle down, the sooner I can get my reward. So, and then pretty soon you can fade that out because they start knowing that, and you'll see that they start, they start stopping the stop before they get to you. Mm-hmm. And when, before they get to the target, and when mm-hmm. you start to see them start to group themselves back up and go, okay, slow down now, then you can start fading the target out and, and they'll learn to come to you, but to settle and stop at when they get to you or before they get to you, they realize this is our ending point. Yeah. So they can get that sorted out. But I'm glad you asked that because that's a really, it's a really big question. That's a really easy thing to, to work on and it, and it's, uh, and it will circumvent a lot of issues. Yeah, so um, don't play tag with your horse. <laughs> do not make yourself the target. <laughs> and do reward the horse when he stops the energetic behavior and becomes focused and quiet. Exactly. So you're back to, and really what you're going to look for, at first it may just be stopping and touching the target, and they might still be a little bit lit up. But pretty soon you're going to start looking for a little bit more relaxation with the touching the target. So pretty soon they come back and they can be full of it, but they actually will mentally settle into relaxation is the thing that works the best. So they go, wee all that, and then it's like, okay, come back, okay, now quiet focus so that they can learn to channel that energy. I always want horses. I love lots of energy in my horses, but I want them to learn how to channel it and use it in the right spots versus, uh, you know, willy-nilly so that they can think, okay, and you know what, this is a great example. Now, this isn't a young horse at this point anymore, but I was riding Mint, and he was still relatively young, and he was just, he, he's a thoroughbred, racing stock thoroughbred, and he loves to run. I mean, belly to the ground, run. And so I would always turn him out before I rode him. And I remember one day, I, I didn't get a chance to turn him out first, and I just rode him. And then so he was great, he was good, he was soft, he was relaxed, he cantered, he, you know, he did everything good, upward, downward transitions, all, all good. Took him out to the paddock, I took him, stopped by the barn, took the saddle off, but still in his bridle, I mean, right away, took him right to the paddock, took his bridle off, he knows to wait, so I said, okay, good, and yeah, I reinforced him, and I say, okay, and that means, now it's your time, you know, go do what you want. And he went, wee, and he just reared up in the air, and then bucked and bucked and bucked and bucked and bucked and bucked, and bucked. And I just stood there with my mouth open like I was just riding that. And he realized (laughs) he had all that energy to be turned out, but he didn't get to be turned out and burn it off. And he just kept it completely under wraps. And he knew I will get a chance to go do this. I just need, this is what I need to do is be calm or relax and listen and soft transitions. And I, at that point, was so impressed with how much he had learned to control and direct the energy to the right places or, you know, it's time for jumping and you need, you have your mm-hmm. quiet horse, but they know to spring over the jump. You know, it just, mm-hmm. it's directing it. I want that energy. Or into, you know, nice collection and, and lofty movements. Or, you know, I want that energy, but I just want them to learn how to channel it. So yeah. you start and we, young and, and yeah. they, they learn that emotional control. Yeah, and we know every horse can learn that because anybody who's ever sat and watched a herd of horses that has a proper hierarchy in that they're all the elements of the herd are there there's there are leaders of the herd and they're the bottom of the barrel and they all know each other well whether it's a feral herd or a heap of geldings you always have that one in the group that's the dennis the menace the goof off the, the <laughs> and you will see that other members of the herd will explain to them in no uncertain term using their incisors 
that that's not appropriate. You need to control yourself. Mm-hmm. And that horse will, as long as another horse tells him to. So all horses have that hardwired into their system to be able to control exuberance. Right. If we can get through to them that it's important, and obviously we're not going to be biting them with our incisors, I hope. <laughs> but it, it, when we use this, this training technique, the horse very, 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 very much wants that reward and goes, oh, I'm going to try it, I'm going to try it, I'm going to try it. Uh, I know this is the right thing to do. <laughs> uh-huh. And it's, you know, and it's, you think about with traditional training, a lot of times that energy is drawing them, and it, they would find it more reinforcing to go off and be ornery and play than they would to deal with what you're traditionally dealing with. But when you're dealing with positive reinforcement and you have something in it for them, they start going, ooh, this is going to be, it's going to work out better if I just keep it together for a while. But we've mm-hmm. also said, but why we'll give you a release for that energy. But, the, you, you know, you're giving something that can be stronger than that I just want to be ornery. So it's, that's where the positive reinforcement really helps them to, from their inside, from their minds, learn about that emotional control and keeping it together. So it's, it's really fun to see. Well, there we go. Teach your horse to keep it together, and you'll do a better job, too. Thank you once again, Shauna Koresh, on Target Training, for creating more questions in my little brain and more reasons to go play with my horse. <laughs> well, it's a pleasure. I look forward to next time. Well, there you go. To listen to all of Shauna's tips, just go to horsetipdaily.com. Go to the experts drop-down menu on the left. You can also ask Shauna questions at her website, askshauna.com. Don't forget to support our sponsors here on Horse Tip Daily because they make these podcasts possible. Today's sponsor has been equestriancollections.com. Visit them today for a world of choices delivered right to your door. Please stop by the Horse Tip Daily Facebook page and let us know what you think of the tips you hear on the show. It's also a great place to tell us about topics you'd like to hear us cover on the show. You can subscribe to all the great shows on the Horse Radio Network through iTunes or Zoom and get your horse podcasts automatically downloaded to your iPod, Zoom, or MP3 player. You can also listen to the shows right on Facebook. The player's right there every day. I'll be back again tomorrow with another new expert and a different horse tip. Until then, go ride your horse! The Horse Radio Network and the Horse Radio Network hosts are not responsible for statements of guests or their opinions. Use your own judgment when listening to the tips provided by the experts on Horse Tip Daily.